GM. GM, sir. How are you? GM. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Doing all right. Doing a okay. My friend. Yeah. Feeling good. Ready to take on the world. I am. I am. A little somber. Big day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, definitely a different uh, mood and, and vibe this morning from uh, you know. Well, from anything really. Not not the normal GM today. No. It's a little tough out there. We are uh, going to get through this together, though. So we got uh, definitely got some stuff to talk about, some things to kind of break down what this means. You know, always important to remember as focused and uh, all consuming as NFTs can be. Uh, there is a real world out there and uh, real world shit happens um, and some real world shit is happening, you know, as we speak. So, you know, thoughts and prayers and all of that stuff to, to anybody who's affected by this or, you know, a lot of people have family over there. Um, and uh, and yeah, you know, just trying to figure out, you know, where we're going. So, yep. Obviously, talking about the uh, the the Russia invading the Ukraine uh, news that kind of came out late last night, early this morning, um, kind of woke up to a bit of a different world going on there. Crypto's down, NFTs are down, but honestly, kind of kind of takes second stage um, to to real life. So, yeah, how was your day yesterday? It was good. Uh, a lot of shows, and um, we interviewed Santiago from Crypto Crypto Monster Labs last. Oh night. yeah, did your tech guy get that all recorded for you? Huh? I don't. Yeah, he did, but he hasn't posted it. <laughs> up yet, so I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yes, I, I, I called our to my tech guy last night. I did. You know, it was funny because. I didn't know who was going to help when I needed someone to record yesterday. And I had put out a notice because I, I DM dirty milk. He wasn't responding. I put out a notice in the, in our chat and I like, I went to go tell Santiago, Hey man, I'm a little late. I'm sorry. And since I didn't know who was going to respond to me, I was just like the tech guy. Cause we needed a tech guy. Right. And I, what am I going to say? Well, I'm just waiting for Drink, Dirty Milk, Envio, or blah, 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 to get back to me. And it, it was just like, I just need a tech guy. And then <laughs> that line kind of, you know, I was in that mindset and I, I apologize. I, it's it's okay. I just, I thought it was just very, uh, very funny. <laughs> oh, man. That's my that, wife has a similar reaction when I refer to her as my roommate. That especially looks good on you, though. When I see you sitting in the audience, there uh, you're special. Oh, oh yeah, I just um, I just I just switched it up. I put a special in my PFP. Never had it before, but uh, he's uh, he's pretty clean. I love that one. That's my. Yeah. It's like it's like literally bottom point one percent in rarity, and uh, he's my fave. I noticed that you changed it at the exact top, and now we're down about sixty five percent. Would you like to explain yourself? The floor. Is yeah. Everything is down sixty five percent. Actually, it did go quite. The cool, cool man's did go through quite a a drop uh, after that. There's something with bro, that project. Really that yeah, just- Ella. Guess what? Guess who else? Guess who bought another lemon for the first time in a long time? Guess. Guess. Yeah, that's right. 
That's right. Old was, Uncle Free. Old Uncle Free. That's right. Well, as the world was burning, you know, it, these things happened lot when we were live on Spaces, which I guess I guess that makes sense because we're always live on Spaces. But yeah, I was going to say there's a good chance that anything in the world happens while you're on a space. Yeah, yeah. So um, everyone was panicking. I'm in a few different uh, alpha group chats, not like a Discord server, like basically the uh, like Telegram chats and stuff, you know, with famous people I can't name and the thought leaders of our worlds, whatever. One way or the other, everyone's in there panicking. Are we selling? What do I said? Old FMC was thinking, what do I buy? And uh, lo and behold, someone offered me exactly what my critters was worth at the floor. I guess they were just like, I'm going to offer, I want one. Let me offer this and help and let people say yes. Right. Wait, did you sell a rare critters? What? There are rare critters. Oh my God. Like they're implementing something that like you can produce double the block based on your traits and stuff. Oh, well that makes sense. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I'm, I'm just fucking with you. Oh, you <laughs> just I had that split God. second of oh fuck what did I do? God damn you are too. Yeah, so no. Uh I took the offer. Well, it was funny because people were just paper everything. Well, cool man's just crashes crazy crazy, but the bot went nuts. They were chewing up everything down there. Everything people were pay- I mean, I guess there was too much supply for it to overcome. <laughs> But everything was paper. Uh, people were papering everything, and somebody listed a Ruby Hello Kitty lemon um, for a, uh, just a steal of a price. And uh, I scooped it. I traded. I said, "I'm trading this critters for this lemon." That's probably antithesis to the max min uh, profit. Maxi's listening now. As that critter earns me uh, regular income. And what do we you know? The, these lemons? Oh, yeah. No, I bought another lemon. Bought a lemon. Lemons are bullish. I mean, yeah, I saw them. I think they dipped down to what? About two, 0.25 a little yeah. bit. I think it's uh, it's just kind of recovered since then. But um, I mean, there's a, it, it's, it's a very small amount of lemons that have caused them to dip there. The walls are very thin. It's about volume leaving. It does, you know, the floor price is irrelevant in that sense. If I see a ton started to be listed around that area, I guess I'd be concerned. But I still wouldn't. I mean, it's just a factor of the macro situation so Not yeah it, but yeah I, I so i don't know we talked about it briefly but i i have started a group called the lemonettes um the lemonettes are hello kitty lemons um you have to be a hello kitty lemon to be part of the lemonettes and i just anticipate as we release our single next month our music video we've actually set up a collab with a very famous art too very famous artists, artists who I can't even mention right mm-hmm. now. Um, once they start to blow up, I just think Hello Kitty Lemon, that floor is going to be, you know, 20, 30. Is it, are you making like parody songs or is this going to be like real? Um, I don't want to say real. Um, like, Are you implying original. if Lemon is in the song, it's a parody song? Well, I mean, like... You know, no, you you could definitely create a lot of parody from existing songs. songs. We're not going to take hit songs and just fit the word lemon into it. Okay, you're asking. There's there's some substance. There's depth to this. I'm not saying we will. Hey, Weird Al had a great career. Don't worry. Yeah, 
I'm not saying we will never do that. I'm just saying that this song that we are planning for next month will be uh, original, beautiful, and uh, a collaboration with some some very, very talented artists that I think you'll <laughs> Ellison, you're going to be the only one in the Lemonettes if you keep scooping up all the Hello Kitties. <laughs> Ella, eh, eh, eh. This is Free Market's hostile bid into a solo career. Yeah, well, you know. The takeover is real. Ah, <laughs> oh, GM, everybody. GM, GM, GM. Look at all you guys. Good to be here with you. Love seeing the the familiar faces and in times like these, you know, this is where we all kind of uh, band together and get each other's backs, you know, so mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be potentially some tough times ahead. Do you want to uh, do you want to get started uh, with it? Do the old drum roll. Ba-da-da-da. GM, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday, February 24th edition of the AM show hosted live on uh, YouTube and Twitch TV. Uh, Appreciate everybody showing up here this morning. Obviously, a lot to kind of um, digest, take in, talk about, consider. Um, Obviously, there's things bigger than NFTs going on in the world. But of course, this is an NFT show. So we will be talking about NFTs, crypto and of course, the uh, the, you know, the greater world. And we're going to try and tie that all in together. Um, But always important when talking about these things and interacting with people to, you know, just keep in mind that this is a very global international community. you know, sometimes in 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 times of difficulty and trouble, uh, humor is a good way to kind of, um, you know, just just stay grounded and and you know laugh through the tough times. But also just remember that there are people with family all over this world and people that live all of all over this world. Um, and you know, while we might laugh about people selling or paper handing and stuff like that, there are definitely people out there in this world that, you know, need access to these funds and you never know why somebody is selling. So, you know, just keep in mind, we're, uh, we're all a one big, big family here and we're, uh, we're going to get through this together. So as always, I'm your host, R2D Gen, and joined with me by Free Market Capitalist. Hey now. Hey now. Yes. Interesting. Um, interesting evening, interesting morning going on. Um, and actually yesterday was quite an interesting day, regardless of all of that in NFT in the NFT world. Um, how was your day yesterday? I know you did uh, the show with me. Then you jump into your usual lemon spaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did an interview last night on the Alpha Mint Discord. And then, you know, I think you were uh, you were up pretty bur- burning the candle at both ends on another spaces into the evening. How yeah. was it? So Out of Pocket Entertainment has uh, started a series called Lemon Sesh. Um, we do games. We had a talent show last night. There was a rap battle. Uh, we had singers come on. It was a, a veritable smorgasbord of entertainment and love. So that was how my evening went. But in the middle of it, of course, um, Vladimir Putin launched an invasion into Ukraine and started bombing it. So this happened live on the air. And I do remember when 9-11 happened and Howard Stern was on the air. And it felt just similar hearing uh, the morbid tone of people, you know, everybody's tone change. We were having a good time. We were laughing. Um, Yeah. And it was tough. And people were obviously concerned uh, about what's happening over there with... Markets around the world crashing. Um, 
and it it was uh, it was quite the evening. So yeah, you? for sure. I, I think um, I mean I was I was around kind of later on in the evening. You know, had dinner and uh, and watched some TV with my wife. Came on to. Um, onto the computer after for a little bit. And I, I think it was like just starting to come out that things were, were going down um, before I had to, to kind of call it a night and just kind of sleep on it. But yeah, it's, um it's, it's, it's very, it's a very strange time because it's um everybody's looking for, for answers or what's to come. And the real honest to God truth is nobody really knows, right? These situations are uh, so difficult, especially in their early stages to kind of, you know, dissect and, and figure out where this goes from here. Um, I, you know, I, I, were you in New York during nine eleven? Was that? Yeah. Were you always? I, I've always been in New York. I was yeah, like, yeah, okay, I thought so. Happened. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I can't tell you what it was like to be there, and I can only imagine. Um, but even just in in Canada, which is just really in the grand scheme of things, the stones throw away. Uh, I remember that day, um, like you know. Uh, one of the most vivid days of my life. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like this is one of those events that we're, are going to um, uh, remember as well. We kind of had some shades of that during the, uh, the pandemic in, in 2020, although that was a little bit more of a slow buildup. Um, you know, we had, once it kind of finally got here and, and, and all over the world, and you really had this realization that this was a, a truly global event and it was going to affect everything as you know it. And of course the markets were affected as well by it. Um, you know, you just, you, you, it really just starts to, to sink in that you're, you're in for a bit of a change. Um, I guess that being said, we can kind of lead into it and we'll just kind of go through the show like we normally do. But yeah, like, as we said, the markets are, um, in a in a rough spot right now, crypto took a dive overnight for sure, just like the traditional markets are doing right now. Have you had your eye on them, by the way? I haven't had anything pulled up. Yeah, absolutely. So everything's being driven by macro, as we know, and the best gauge of macro is the S and P five hundred futures. You will see news reflected in them before it even comes across your screen. We're in a precarious position right now. We talked about. The chart turned back neutral uh, after it fell below 2,800. It was leaning slightly bearish, and macro news certainly confirmed that. And the S&P is right near a very important uptrend line. I believe we're going to open. I guess we opened already, and I can check on it right now. But we did. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up on the screen. I think I found a chart here. Yeah, we did open below. We did open below that critical line. Now, I do believe we're right at very important support as we speak. Uh, I think we will bounce back and get close above it by the end of the day and close the gap. I mean, there is a pretty large gap on the on the SPU right now, which is almost always filled. It's below an important trend line. So technically, being as oversold as we are, I actually expect a very short term bounce into today and tomorrow. The weekend will not be kind, I do not think. I think that that is when uh, these things tend to play out. And we're going to see what Vlad's next move is here. I'm not sure what we've heard out of Russia yet and how they're approaching it and how they're framing this. I thought it was very interesting that last night there were 
one or two spaces going on with ten, one had 10,000 people in it and one had 50,000 people in it. And oh, I, wow. Yeah, I find this extremely profound because there's probably no better way to have real time, up to date information on a, a macro situation that's occurring. We sit in spaces regularly and just remark on, wow, look at how we're talking to somebody in Spain and talking to someone in Nigeria. And it just feels like you're sitting in a room with a bunch of people who are all over the world. When something like this happens, that's extremely profound because you have news reporters reporting from the ground. You have the best analysts in the world up there. And it drew quite the audience. And I think while everyone's known about Clubhouse and, and all that um, and all that it's led to, I think that Twitter Spaces is becoming this extremely important uh, avenue for information, this live podcast that can essentially pop up at any time. Uh, it was very, very interesting to watch it happen. And, I, you know, our, our biggest concern right now is, of course, not markets. It's what's going on with the macro situation. So markets are secondary here, but we are paid to analyze them. So like I said, I'm expecting a short-term bounce here in S&Ps, and that reflects on crypto. It doesn't even matter. I see people putting up charts, doing technical analysis on ETH. I really think it doesn't matter. Could ETH fall to 1500 in the next week if Putin gets frisky? Sure. Um, but I don't think that's the technicals to watch right now. I think that the real money is is in uh, is in S and P's, and that's where people are going to be de-risking if things really get hairy. So we're going to see. Like I said, technically, I believe we're due for a bounce. You know, you could yeah. go down so much before you get reflexive bounces, even if we're going to crash. Uh, but I will tell you right now, all cards on the table, and we adjust to reality. If we don't get a b back above this neckline here this weekend, and I do expect the weekend to be choppy. I wouldn't expect it to be straight up. But if we don't get back up against the neckline this weekend, uh, Monday and Tuesday could prove to be pretty hairy. We could see a pretty, pretty aggressive flush uh, everywhere, especially if some new macro uh, news comes out. Yeah. And I mean, uh, to go to your uh, one of your earlier points just about Twitter spaces and kind of the power of social media in these times, especially when you're dealing with real time social media like a spaces or, you know, live streaming and stuff like that. Um, it really does serve to help um, help information flow kind of quickly to everybody, which is great. It also serves to kind of humanize the fact that, like you said, you're you're on a, a Twitter spaces or something with people from all over the world, much like, you know, the people in our audience today. And, um, it really does, you know, um, humanize the entire experience. And, you know, we haven't really had that in the past, um, because you never really had access to be, you know, speaking to people in real time through, throughout all of this. Um, you know, and it's a great reminder that there are other things to talk about. And sure, we're going to talk about crypto and there's, you know, we're going to talk about NFTs in the greater market. Um, and, you know, I have a couple of feelings about it. You know, the lower this goes, um, like, does it affect my life? Yes. But I feel like if we're, you know, comparing what's going on in the real world to the markets, the lower this goes, the more that I feel like there's some actual real shit going down in the world. And the less I'm actually worried about crypto and NFTs, because it's just not 
the main focus and it's not what you sh- you know should be focusing well, I, on. I think that was what everyone's feeling was less. Yeah. When you look at NFT floors, they were down 50% across. I didn't see anybody who escaped it. Uh, I mean, even Bored Apes fell, you know, 20 ETH from there. Yeah, I know it's not a 50% uh, haircut, but there is no collection that's not feeling it right now. And I don't think people were sitting, we weren't sitting there in the chat going, oh my God, you know, yeah, my Guelph, oh my God. It was just, it, it's yeah. just very concerning. I'll tell you right now, the S&P just got above where it opened. Um, it hasn't gone green yet, but it is already seeing kind of a reflexive bounce off the bottom. We'll see if it holds, but I do think technicals are saying that people are going to have come in this morning and gotten too far ahead with the panic, and we're going to see a, a little bit of a reflex here. Well, you know, I don't know if you see any parallels in what happened in March of 2020 when the markets kind of crashed and there was that um, panic that kind of set in as as uh, the 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 pandemic kind of hit peak uh, hysteria at that point. But it did have a very sharp and reflexive bounce back into um, over the course of a few months, all time highs. And, you know, if you're kind of looking at what's going on in in terms of the markets, there is like a real sense of like panic. This is a time where like, I think I've learned from in the past that like, I'm not really good at active live trading like this. Um, So I would be sitting on the sidelines. I did sell during that, you know, that pandemic drop and thinking that this was going to be the start of uh, a recession or a, an extended bear period or whatever. And, you know, it did, it did end up setting me back. So right now, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm more than, you know, satisfied with just holding and uh, kind of taking a step back and, and, and watching, you know, the, all of the events kind of unfold and really just kind of trying to piece it together in my own mind. I don't know if you see any similarities to that, but that was kind of the first thing that came to mind. And it really wasn't that long ago. The problem is that you need, you know, you cannot sell in the middle of these things. All right. You, yeah. it, you either sell when it feels ridiculous to sell or buy when it feels ridiculous to buy. But if you do anything in the middle, even if you're right in the short term, you're going to keep turning yourself around, right? So we talk, I, we talk about taking profits. Profits is profits. Well, when things get frothy and it, it, you know, there are periods where it just seems like things can never go down. And that's usually when it's best to sell. And there are periods when things feel like they'll never go up. And that's just when it's best to buy. Right now, we're in between that. We know it can break either way. That's a really, really precarious uh, time to make either move. Because one way or the other, you're going to end up chasing. Uh, yeah. Whether it crashes and you say, oh, I have to buy back in, that's very difficult to buy back in. And if it starts to run the other way, you may be compelled to chase and maybe it's just a bull trap and it, and it reverses and fools with you again. It's, you know, you you ha- at this point, I don't think anybody who hasn't done anything should do anything. Because I just think you're in the middle of the range. You're smack dab in the middle. Could we get to 1,500? Sure. Could we rally to 3,500? Sure. We're literally in the middle of that range, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I remember listening to uh, uh, an investing podcast and, and 
they basically said there's about three days a year. You know, they, they you do the time in the market is better than timing the market. Now, obviously, there's some very talented traders out there and whatnot, but um, there essentially there's like three days a year, and if you miss one of those days, you basically forego about fifty percent of the gains that you would make on the entire year. And if you miss all three of those days, i.e., you're sitting out of the market, um, then your your net growth on your your portfolio is going to be zero um and you know i just thought that that was very interesting so when you're when, when you're watching these days go down in real time and you're trying to time it um and you mistime it the 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 long-term implications of what you stand to make can be very good or very very bad right and uh there's there's always people on the losing side of that when you're trying it out and I just want to point out, this is only really in things you have conviction with, right? Like, I have a lot of conviction with you. I'm not worried about its long-term direction. Those are the ones it's hard to trade around, you know, because there, when you don't have emotional attachment to something, and look, I know we shouldn't have emotional attachment to every anything, and I'm not talking about, like, the overarching philosophy of it, but when you have something that you have very, very high conviction on, I think it's difficult to trade around. You're always going to be bullish, biased bullish on it, right? So trading around, it's tough because even if you do sell a peak, that first pullback, you tend to want to jump in and buy and it can cut you up because it can continue to fall lower. So with things that are, I just have very, very high conviction on, I don't want to trade around it. I have very high conviction on it. If I can add when it pulls back, that's one thing. When we're talking about like, flips and, you know, uh, short-term things or, or JPEGs you buy because you don't believe in them, I think it's easier to trade around them. You don't feel anything. And then the reason is because if you're wrong and it starts to either plummet or go up and that was going against you, you don't really care. You weren't attached to it to begin with. When it's something you have conviction on, you feel compelled to chase. So middle of the range, I really wouldn't do anything with spot here. People were asking me, like, what do you do? Do you stable up and da 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 I almost never do that. I mean, I, you know, the only time I would ever do that is if I make a prediction, it somehow hits my prediction exactly. But that happens so rarely that, you know, I, I just tend to hold and it's, it's worked out. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it again, middle of the range, right? You hit those stable coins and all of a sudden you have a bounce back up and you could be facing a 10, 15% loss on your initial, um, you know, your, what whatever you stabled like in a in a heartbeat too i mean these things happen um as dramatically up as they do down sometimes right like i'm I, i'm kind of zooming out and actually i didn't even realize that the s p was like this far up from those points in uh in march of 2020 but i mean there's this this is a one week chart but there's this this sharp drop down and i mean just like look how look how fast that bounce was right like if you sold like right around here and you thought you were gonna hold for a while like it it just outpaced you um in the blink of an eye really yeah so. yeah and here's the other thing okay you, you bring up a good chart there because there are two there are a few th- things that I use to chart. I am very simple. I am of the KISS, keep it simple, stupid philosophy, right? Basic trend lines, basic Fibonacci levels, and an RSI, which is a relative strength indicator. It's all I use. Like you, you will see some people's charts and there will be tons of fancy indicators or chart drawings or things that they think see that. I tend to keep things very simple. And I look at this chart right now. And if you chart it 
from the pandemic low up to where it is and take out all the noise? Is this pullback that bad? I mean, in Fibonacci discipline, we tend to after this is a straight. I know there's little bumps along the way, but this is basically a straight up line. And when you do a straight up line, we tend to pull, fall back about 38.2%. Um, I haven't done any charting in a while, but I can just look at my eye right now. We're pretty much out there. We're probably in between the 23 and the 32 right now anyway. Um, so we're pretty close. I think that uh, we will see a bounce off of that. I do, you know, this, to get to the macro a bit, Putin used this playbook in Garugia. Putin used this playbook in uh, in Ukraine before in Crimea. I, yeah, when, that was 2013, I think, which is yeah. crazy. I can't even believe that was nine years ago. Right, and I was trading S and P futures back, and the market did the exact same thing. And of course, anything could happen. The world is new. I don't discount anything, but these things tend to resolve in a peaceful manner. There's a lot of bet. Oof. JCV, how are you going to do that to me in the middle of the show? There's a secret society listed for 2.5 right now. <laughs> a secret society lemon he's talking about. Yeah, whatever. We've talked about macro enough. Let's move on, R2. What's in the news? No, yeah, it's all good. Well, I mean, what, what's in the news is uh, more of more of this, really. Uh, most of the articles I pull up is, you know, $200 billion wiped from crypto market cap on Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Um, I tried to not just pull up, you know, everything to do with that because, you know, obviously the situation is developing and, and there's, there's more to come, but, uh, you know, Vitalik Buterin came out and basically, you know, denounced what's happening in Russia. He is a Russia, um, slash Canadian citizen, but, um, obviously not very approving of what's going on, um, by Putin and, uh, uh, and the Russian army. So um, that came up too. I mean, I don't know if there's anything really even to talk about. This doesn't mean anything for Ethereum. He came out and said, you know, Ethereum is neutral, but I am not. And, you know, he is entitled to his opinion, of course. Um, but uh, yeah. The uh, other news article that was a little more lighthearted yesterday was um, actually just the CryptoPunks Sotheby's auction that was going down yesterday that we talked about on the show a little bit. There was a lot of, um, and when I say a lot, a batch of CryptoPunks, 104 of them being auctioned off at Sotheby's yesterday. The auction was going to go down and the... Um, the owner of the punks uh, quote unquote rugged Sotheby's uh, and then began trolling them on Twitter. Uh, there was some speculation that perhaps he wasn't going to get the bids that he wanted to, to, to part ways with it. Um, he is saying that this was a troll all along, which is kind of interesting, but um, <laughs> he, he took to Twitter after and started posting memes. He started you know, bragging about rugging Sotheby's, uh, you know, this Drake meme taking punks mainstream by selling Sotheby's. And then the, on the approval side is taking punks mainstream by rugging Sotheby's. Uh, he, you know, he basically just said, never mind, decided to hodl, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, this was an interesting turn of events. I, you know, I, I, I don't think I have an opinion on whether this is a good or a bad look from, uh, for NFTs. I, my, my mind is kind of, you know, siding with bad luck, but uh, a, a bizarre nonetheless. 
It's not as bad a look as Sotheby's making a deal with Invisible Friends. Before. No, totally fair. In fact, that would be, you know, that's what would have been my reasoning for quitting here. Uh, I think it's, you know, whatever. I, I'm always perplexed as to why anybody in Web3 would want to sell their Web3 assets through something like Sotheby's who takes a very large cut. Mm-hmm. And I know that the excuse is always because it helps these things go mainstream, which is, you know, which is fine. <laughs> Which I'm for, but then when I see something like this, I'm like, yeah, he came to his senses. Like, who, you know, what? Yeah, there was a, on, there, was a labs. there was a tweet somewhere. Uh, I think it had it in this article where he does the like the SpongeBob um, uh, capital and lowercase level or letters. I think he deleted it. Yeah, see, it basically just said, "See who's dumb enough to pay the Sotheby's uh, auction uh, auction house premium." Um, so yeah, he went he went all in on the uh, the the action there, and I guess Faro called him out too. I was gonna say he's coming off like an idiot here. The way that he yeah. is doing this, no question. I, I, I like this is like weather report and dented feels. Everyone's looking like a moron here. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I guess that's one of the uh, the interesting things about the pseudonymous economy is that his his reputation, um, whoever he is, can't be hurt. But uh, this zero x six fifty d account maybe maybe not looking super great right now. But at the end of the day, you know, he's got one hundred and four CryptoPunks. So who am I to judge? I guess. Um, but, but it was it was it was funny to watch that go down in real time too because everything everyone was excited to see it happen and then uh, and then it did not. Um, some other articles: Mexico senator proposes Bitcoin legal tender bill, but it's unlikely to pass. I got to say, I actually just appreciate uh, um, an article putting it in their headline, the full context of this, because like leaving out this last one is super clickbaity. You got to go and read it. Um, but at least there's some, some more fleshed out context in there. So I guess kudos to them for that, but you know, reading into it, it's just, they are, um, the Mexican president is not pro crypto or pro Bitcoin. This is an opposition party, uh, presenting something and the likelihood of it going down is slim to none. But, uh, but you know, it's good to see it being at least talked about and throwing around in the in the the political sphere these days as we kind of march towards adoption. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know if you have any comment on that. Just a quick article that I I saw. Yeah, I mean, I I I don't know where regulation will eventually fall on these things. It's going to be interesting because whatever country does get something like this either passed or not, other countries may point to it as some sort of precedent. I don't know. Pretty interesting. We'll see. Um, I think all of these things are a long way away from being a currency for a multitude of reasons. But governments are obviously threatened by what they provide to citizens because there's less control of what we do. So they're they're reacting this way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a lot of conversation right now with what's going on in Ukraine and Russia uh, about, you know, how important crypto is. So I think that you're going to continue to see this narrative here in terms of what country kind of falls in line or falls in line, follows suit on uh, El Salvador's uh, passing of this last year. Who knows? I, I can't imagine that it's going to be Mexico next. Um, but, you know, the more the more that this happens, the more it kind of feels like it's about to be a reality. So yeah, GM, J-Roy. 
Uh, Solana, I'm just going to pull this up. Not a big fan of Solana, but I'm a big fan of this idea. Uh, Solana, Pantera Capital, NBA owners invest in NFT basketball, uh, fantasy basketball game. Fast Break Labs announces raised $6 million in a seed round. Um, Fast Break Labs is the startup behind the Virtual Basketball Association. And essentially, they're trying to create a like virtual world sports game that will, you know, allow uh, people to have NFTs of these players and, you know, participate in more of like an actual realized setting in the metaverse. Um, You know, he went on uh, the spokesperson that was talking about it. went on to uh to take a shot at lebron there even better these players won't openly contemplate leaving la in the middle of a season because they're not real people so my gut is telling me that these are going to be like a set of um non-nba players but like you know actual like metaverse kind of characters who have nothing to do with the real world and you can participate in that sense i think that's actually really cool um you know one of the reasons that or one of the big Big things that actually saved Yahoo from complete decimation was their fantasy sports um, uh, software and and ability to you know allow people to run their own leagues and all of that stuff. Uh, so you know, never underestimate the power of, of people wanting to participate in stuff. I think this is a this is a pretty exciting thing. Um, one of the few reasons I would be bullish on Solana, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, I'm, well, it reminds me of Zed's. Fed, right? Excuse me, Zed's run, right? That yes. is the horse, the horse racing, the NFT horse racing. Very interesting. It didn't. I I think that'll probably come back one day. I don't own any, but that just seems. Uh, you seem like a great idea. I I think these are going to be very very popular in the future, especially as the metaverse and virtual reality come into play here. It's going to be a very rich. Uh, interactive experience. Uh, yeah. Yes. Zed's dead is on my mind. Ha ha ha. I, I, uh, what's I, Zed's dead? Uh, Zed's fed. I don't know. Oh. Weird reference. <laughs> okay. Zopo knows. He'll tell you. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm missing the mark on that one, I guess. Um, no, I mean, like, like I said, like fantasy sports is is um, such a mainstay for for sports fans, and the interaction with it is. Um, you know, out of this world, uh, you know, people talk about it all the time. Uh, I know there's some fantasy sports heads in, uh, in alpha mint and whatnot, but you also can kind of look at some convergence of how big sports betting is getting, um, for esports, right? These like digital uh, games in existence and people participating in them. And it kind of feels like a bit of a convergence, uh, for some of these markets. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to be watching this. Like I said, like, I don't really take on anything in Solana. I've never owned any Solana. I've never owned any Solana NFTs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, if, if this was coming out anytime soon and, uh, and it has a little bit of hype on it, I would probably start looking into this because it actually just sounds like a lot of fun, too, if they get it right. And they seem to be uh, raising capital from the right people. So, yeah, maybe something to actually keep an eye out on the Solana chain. Indeed. That's who it was. Yes, Zopal. Thank you. It's a DJ. Oh, D- from Toronto. That's right. I, I knew I, 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 there was something familiar about it in my head. And uh, and now it is. Um, now it's there. Thank you. <laughs> um, that's all I've got for, for news articles. WGMI, I have pulled up to kind of like look at any 
thing that I'm missing in terms of projects. But I mean, if you, you want to be honest, uh, it's a lot of red today. Like we said, the floors are dropping out from, uh, from underneath it as people start to list their NFTs. Um, I think the big, uh, talk, oh my God, galactic apes is just continuing to dump. The, um, the big kind of NFT news that came out yesterday was Invisible Friends. Obviously, the mint went down. It seemed to go on down without a hitch, and they are almost entirely minted out. Uh, don't know what they have planned for the last 35, if anything. But the floor did um, immediately shoot up to, I think, almost 15 ETH right after the mint happened, there was some big, big sales going down there. Um, and then it kind of flip-flopped between, you know, 10, 8, 12, 10, kind of bouncing around. We had a little bit of a bet going on yesterday. Gentlemen's bet. You set the line at 8 this morning. So I'm going to open this up. I'm going to give it a refresh and see where we fell. Um, but last time I checked, it is very, very close. And drum roll. Wow. 80th. Nice. We couldn't have we couldn't have made that any any yeah. closer. Mm-hmm. hmm Look at that. Yep. I was expecting to pull a very slight victory here when I took the uh the very, very close under. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, right on the line. Vegas. Right on the line. Vegas Vegas wins. Vegas wins. Vegas wins. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, so this was a this was a bit of a roller coaster. I know there were some Alpha Mint members that managed to mint these. I know there were some Alpha Mint members that managed to sell these and have a big influx of liquidity. Congratulations uh, to you. This does still feel a little high to me. Um, you know, all things considered, I you know, I'm, I'm I, I don't know why this project would be 15 ETH, 12 ETH pre-reveal, uh, but here we are sitting at it. If there want one bull case towards um, Invisible Friends, that the golden Invisible Friend that was up for auction yesterday for charity ended up closing at 496.69 ETH uh, for somewhere around $1.3 million. Uh, maybe some some weird things going on because this was supposed to be going to charity and uh, as you pointed out in the pre-show that charity is the rcc charity which stands for the random character collective charity they started their own charity random character collective charity and rcc is of course the people who are behind invisible friends and a couple of nfts prior to that as well um i hope they don't have any yellow hats in their collection because when the person has to zoom in to make that their pfp no one's going to be able to tell the difference between that and yeah eth monstrosity that was sold yesterday to somebody who was bored don't worry this person doesn't care they're not trying to make any money they like to do things like this when they're bored that was the exact quote um oh i forgot that he was on twitter um going on about it too well, do you remember I saw, his name i saw his discord message no i don't know Oh, okay. I can't bring it up for you. I would have sent it to you, but I saw his Discord messages. He bought it for fun. He seems to be a wealthy uh, gentleman, so he's he's just doing that for fun. Uh, this company and project continues to amaze me, and and how shit they are, um, and how they've run their community, and how they have taken advantage of the NFT world. I am so happy. And anybody who minted had the cook of a lifetime. Even oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. That's even incredible. now, you're sitting on a nice 40X almost. So 
enjoy it. Uh, I, I, you know, I predicted a 14 ETH high. I believe they got up to 15. If you didn't take that 15 ETH, you probably should have taken the 15 ETH. I don't think the floor is going back there anytime soon. I think these are going to fall to five ETH. So, yeah, what it said from the beginning is that they're going to open at seven, they're going to go up to 15, and then they're going to fall to five. I thought it would take longer to play out, but then Putin decided to invade Ukraine. So, sped things up a little bit. Yeah, right on open there. These actually, I, I didn't even realize there were sales this high, but 18.88, 18 E, 15, 15, 14, a bunch of 14s, 13s. Pretty, um, pretty incredible that that's how, how high that opened. Um, seems weird to me that people would be experiencing that much FOMO that these things mint. People always list way too high at mint. And I mean, people are biting on it. So there you go. Congratulations. Um, I'm just wondering what's going through the mind of that person that paid 18.88. And if they actually believed that it was going, um, well, I mean, this doesn't even seem like a good bet. If you believe it's going to 20 ETH pre-reveal, like you're risking, you know, he's down 10 ETH. 10.88 10.88 ETH on that investment as of right now. So, um, Otto yeah. Swin, Shamdu, Steve Aoki, and Zeneca, Prince Satoshi, Fuckrender. No, well, no, Fuckrender actually bought his for 11.8 on the secondary. Yep. Uh, Fleur bought a couple on the secondary. Aaron bought some. Sneaky Ninja Pants bought one, two, three. Uh,. Nope, no Pranksy. They're dead. Let me see. Did Pranksy? <laughs> Pranksy didn't buy. Yeah, yeah. He's the only person who matters in this respect. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, like Sneaky's uh, buying some right now for eighty. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I mean Sneaky and Fleur are buying. That's all that. That's all you have to be. T- and I just want to point out to this shit garbage fuckhead of a company the fact that four of these influencers had whitelists. Uh, and it, did, how'd they get whitelists? Tell me. I believe they, they the asked pre-sale? or begged for or it. They ask or beg for it. They yeah. bought the pre-sales, I forgive you, but that's just a very strange, uh, very strange coincidence since people couldn't get a hold of that. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was seeing that Tropics was saying he DJed a party for them and uh, didn't even get a, a, a allow list spot. Right. And they didn't, they, they had taught, it's not like he went in thinking he was going to get, they didn't pull, they didn't steal it. No, of course. Yeah. He was hoping this is just, this, this is just a perfect example. This I mean, this kid did an entire job for them. Okay. He DJed for them. They didn't pay him a fucking dime. They just made $1.3 million on an auction for a charity. They started. How much did they just pull in from this mint over a thousand ETH? Come on. Um. Yeah. What would that be? Twelve hundred and fifty. I think that's uh. Garbage. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, let's talk about what they're making on the secondary too. Um, when these things are flipping around at ten point eight ETH, what's uh? Do we know the the royalty on these? Mm-hmm. Let's just presume. I, I mean, let's just presume it's five percent. I mean, no. you know, they've made another five hundred ETH on the secondary already. 
which is, yeah, it's wild. So honestly, though, congratulations to anybody that actually got to mint these. Um, if you sold them, congratulations to you. If you're holding them, I mean, you know, best of luck. I don't want to see these things tank and fall from underneath you. But uh, it, really hard, it is really hard to imagine, especially with what's going on in the world, that these things are going to um, bounce above then. I mean, it really is just feeling like um, almost a bigger mecca, to be honest with you. Correct. JCV is saying, let's play Would You Rather, an Invisible Friends pre-reveal or a Cool Cats Doodles or Azuki. I think we would get all of them, right? Oh, no, I guess. Oh, I would take a, uh, what were the Doodles, Cool Cat or Azuki? Oh, Cool Cat, all the way. I'd be aping the shit out of Cool Cats if I had money right now. Buy that card, baby. I saw that they got down to a 6th floor um, over the last last night. Uh, and, uh, and they were getting eaten up at that level. Well, they were. They were. People were. That, that, well, same with Cool Man. I mean, all these things fell 50%, but I haven't seen the bots go this crazy since. I mean, there there were wealthy people. In fact, I know of some in the D-Gen Dojo who had sold a few weeks ago and had to watch everyone else FOMO around while they sat and waited for this period. And I'm sure right now they are just aping into all these collections on sale, 50% off. Ah, did they? Yeah, I know. I I sold my egg last week. I knew Cool Cats would delay again. It was pretty obvious. They they don't have this game ready to go. Oh, it's been. Oh, we haven't even talked about that. I mean, I, I saw that there was an announcement of an announcement earlier on Monday. We even the, we, we even know. It doesn't even matter at this point. This Cool Pets isn't ready to go. This Cooltopia, it was a bust. It's not ready to go. I'm sure they'll recover. I'm sure they'll fix it. But they shot themselves in the foot. Unforced error. Um, And briefly, while Kaijus were above uh, 5 ETH, someone accepted a 5 ETH WETH offer on a uh, Cool Cat. So I've decided they flipped Cool Cats. (laughs) (laughs) Shubs took umbrage with that and uh, threw some facts in my face. So I had to bet. Oh, yeah. I could only imagine just what what was coming out (laughs) after that. But now it's a good race. They're pretty close. Let's see. It's a good race (laughs) on the way back up. Yeah, um, JRP saying, I heard that the community was not very happy about the defeated tone of their last post regarding the game. It sounds like the whole contract crashed. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't have any insight into that, but I got to say, I'm surprised that this game was, uh, you know, not ready, ready, ready to go, knowing that th- I, I'm, I'm sure that they had planned this and been working on it for months and months and months, but, uh, you know, for an established and well-funded team, like I would assume Cool Cats to be, this is a—it's a tough look on them for sure. Speaking to a few Cool Cats, some prominent Cool Cats, there is there is a there is rancor. There is a rustling in the ranks here. People are unhappy, and it, it's it's. Um, it's a situation where I think the some of their most loyal holders are getting worried. It feels very similar to what happened with creatures in a sense. And I don't consider this the same situation at all. I'm not saying that they're going to crash in any type of way similar, blah, 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 blah. But I just think that there was a little too much hubris involved. There was not enough introspection. And 
A lot of it was well-deserved. This is, this is a, a collection that largely defines what the NFT market is, but they need to recover here. And price is reflecting uh, a failed launch into a tough macro situation with a bearish seasonality backdrop. Not very surprising here. Yeah, kind of uh, very poor timing for them to be kind of fumbling the ball here, if that's what you want to call it, right? So um, I don't think cool cats are going anywhere, really. But I just, yeah, we, we talked about, you know, whether the milk token was going to be put too much of a, a price comparison in, in regards to the floor price of the cool cats versus the generation of them and how much they're worth. Um, and now that the cool pets game just doesn't even I don't want to say it doesn't exist, but like in in out in the public, it just doesn't exist. Right. And uh, yeah, they, they're just they're getting pummeled from it. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to be watching that pretty closely as, uh, you know, I don't know. Do, does this do the, Do you think this has any impact or impetus on the, the rest of the market, too? Like, do you think that this is something that's kind of. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I don't no. think it would reverberate. I think it's very collection specific, which is why I made the joke. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't think that uh, kaiju's right, and that's why I made the joke. I don't think kaiju's are above cool cats, or that their status is is more than that. But people are obviously they're you know to to delay this game again into the face of weeks and weeks of this, you have this macro backdrop going down. It is not surprising at all that we're seeing this. Re- I mean, people were accepting five weath offers on cats yesterday. I know a lot of cool cats that were really, you know, they were nervous. They, they didn't quite know what, what was going on or how they should respond. Um, I'm bullish on cats. I th- I'm, I'm bullish on a lot of things right now. I think you go in and buy, if you had, if you had liquid, Going into this, there's a lot of stuff I really don't think is going much lower. We we probably saw the low in things like Cool Mans and Cool Cats and stuff like that last night. I don't know if it's the quick bounce or the quick response, but I, it's hard for me to see these going much lower. <laughs> Are you still on a Twitter spaces right now? How did you even know that I logged on to a Twitter space? I literally, it just happened. Like they were, I just got on the Twitter spaces. How did you even know I was doing that? Because I, I can hear them all in the background of your mic. I just heard somebody say, FMC, let's go. <laughs> Yo, Driz, we out of pocket up, today? I think, we, I think we're starting the day a little bit out of pocket over here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Well, there you go. So, R2. Thank you. Yo, John, see your hands it's picking it up a lot, man. Um, the uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up was Tubby uh, the Tubby Cats that happened yesterday. We talked about it on the show um, with you know a word of warning about what was going down with the contract. Um, and when the dust settled, it was actually quite bad. Um, more money was lost to failed transactions than the team actually pulled in from the mint. Somewhere to the tune of $2 million, I believe, was uh, was lost in failed transactions on this contract. Um, and I just, I think that that is a gigantic shame uh, that that went down the way that it did. Um, well, we saved a lot of people money though, R2. And I'm not even kidding. Yeah. In spaces, you know, there were people who were uh, who were trying to do this in the lemon spaces. And I, I saw the alpha mint got 
And the, all of you should do this. I have my notifications on for Alphaman. That account only tweets pertinent stuff. It's not constantly tweeting stuff. And I saw that alert. I instantly told everybody because there were people who were just talking about how they were excited mm-hmm. about Tubby Cats. And R2, you were on the ground and you knew how that played out. Tell us the details there. Yeah, I mean, just to recap what we were talking about yesterday, essentially the way that the contract was written in, in, to save gas, um, one uh, a specific line of code which um, checks first was, I think, not there. And again, when you have this contract, the beefier the contract is, the bigger it is, the more functions and stuff in it, the more gas that it actually chews up. Well, this one was a kind of a check on whether or not the transaction would succeed or there was um, tubby cats left to mint. And without it there, it actually burned the gas through the contract um, regardless of whether or not you were going to get any NFTs. So essentially, um, if you were ready to pony up you know, one ETH for um minting this if you're including gas in or the you know the guay price in that uh you probably were going to lose about 0.8 the team did take to twitter just before the mint saying you know like um you know if you cannot afford to lose gas please do not mint for those participating in the public mint the gas prices will likely be this is the gas prices per tubby. They kind of posted some um estimations in there and whatnot but you know they really didn't explicitly let people know that uh, uh, that it was going to be very, very, very costly um, for the failed transaction, and it was a, it was an oversight, um, and it was out there. So, I mean, I just I, anytime I just see two million dollars leaving the NFT marketplace that could have been um, used yeah. to to buy more stuff, or you know, potentially put you know put some money into somebody's bank account however you want to look at it it does suck i mean at the end of the day the miners won right i mean the miners always win the miners won do we understand what their reasoning for this was did it did it help was it a, a like a bug that they forgot like a mistake or was it that they were trying to optimize it in a certain way and that it caused this to be the case like it i don't do you do we know I'm under the impression that in order to, to in order to save as much gas in the minting process, yeah, um, you know, you you trim down the contract that you're designing as much as possible, yeah. right? And yeah. one of the things that they trimmed out was something um, that prevents failed transactions from using all of the gas. Like a lot of times when you're minting something and you get into a gas war and you don't gas it up enough, it gets sold out and your your transactions sit in there pending, pending, pending. Mm-hmm. You know. When it fails, maybe your total invested, you know, the amount that you were willing to spend was about 0.25 ETH. A lot of times when it fails, you might get a fail of 0.02 or 0.01. And it's pretty, pretty palatable, right? And sure, that's some of the built-in risk of getting into a gas war and losing. Um, This one did not do its checks properly. And in doing so, still, I think, sent all of the ETH through the contract and, and pretty much just crushed it and put it right into the miners' pockets. So, um, it wasn't to trim gas. They coded it shit. And okay, DRK knows way better than me. So I'm going to trust it and had the logic the way around. Oh, okay. So they flipped um, one of the processes. My apologies. Regardless, um, it was a it was a bad situation. I mean, that's just that's yeah. way, way too much money to just get um, tossed into the ether. No pun intended. So, I mean, Tubby Cats doing all right still. Their floor is uh, about 0.47. I'll give it a refresh and see what's going on. 
Um, that's quite a high floor, 0.519 right now for a 20K supply. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was very surprised by that. What was the main price? Uh, point, point 0.1, I believe. Is it a known artist? It must be, or a known property or something. The high mint price. Why did it have all this hype? I don't. <laughs> I don't totally know if I'm being completely honest with you. I mean, yeah, they look I pretty don't. good, but like, no, Corey, um, tell us. Wait, is it a, uh, uh, some sort of prop proper Ratwell? Uh, Shiggy is saying it, crypto, crypto Twitter, Twitter liked it. Oh, yeah. well. Uh, no, I did. I heard crypto. I just meant that's what I meant. One of the artists is famous. I I was wondering if there was a reason it was hyped. I know crypto Twitter was hyping it for a while. Yeah, I didn't, well. didn't like uh, call out to me to grind uh, this this thing. I don't dislike it. I think it's uh, at least it's its own kind of style. It's pretty clean. Yeah, people are going crazy for it though. Ratwell is famous. Yeah, that's uh, you know that's my bad. I'm actually not familiar with who that is, but um, they mm-hmm. clearly have a following, thirty four thousand on Twitter, and that's uh, yeah, definitely enough to to gain some traction for sure. But mm-hmm. no, unfortunate yeah. with how that went down. Um, what's that? No, I was saying that's a nice amount of followers. Thirty four thousand. Don't worry, you'll get there. Thousand followers. Yeah. You're, you're getting close. What are you at now? Six thousand, seven, almost seven. Are you really? That's amazing. I don't know, sixty-five something. I I knew FMC way back in his days of celebrating his first one thousand followers. And I'm just happy I finally lapped my uh, my <laughs> follower count. <laughs> at least I think I haven't logged on in a long. Time. Oh yeah, no, you probably have tons right now. I just yeah. I haven't been active in six months. I'm I'm currently sitting at 997 followers. Look at me go. Woo! Three One more. Day I'll get there. Yeah. Uh, this we- is where you say something and everyone just rushes to unfollow you, and they're like, <laughs> "No, I was gonna say, can we get R2 three more follows? That's R2 Dgen at R2 Dgen. Yeah, that's my. It's oh my the coffee. Oh no, it's right there. Yeah, under my name at R2 Dgen. Oh, cool. Um. FM, FMC buys his followers. I've heard rumors, but can neither confirm nor deny that. Believe me, if I bought my followers, I'd buy a lot more than I have now. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, all right. What else do we want to uh, talk about today? We have Star Catchers. That one took a little bit of a fall as the uh, the mint process is going to be wrapping up here uh, at some point today, I believe. Well, the pre-sale, PM. pre-sale, pre-sale ends 2 p.m. We're going to see yeah. how many are left. Those are going to be kicked to a raffle. Yeah. And then we will be uh, minted out after that raffle. And then I think we got a 24-hour um, reveal for the metadata after that. So, uh, Yeah, I want to say it was on the 26th of, yeah. uh, of February that the reveal is going to be going down. I'll pull up the Discord right now just so I can confirm that. But uh, It was interesting. They wanted to reveal on the same day as... Uh, as Wonder Pals minting. 
sure you they think didn't. that's a, a misplay or it doesn't matter? No, like, no, I'm sure they didn't plan it. It's just one of those things the universe lined up. Like if you know you ever needed to get compel anyone to like dump a floor and go buy the new hot thing, it's like, all right, let's reveal on the same day. But they didn't do it on purpose. I'm just no, no, yeah. Well, there's just so much stuff going on this no, week. No, um, <laughs> that was pretty hard to schedule around that. Well, I even know with scheduling spaces and stuff, like you try not to clash with people in your community and and other projects, and you, it's just impossible. Possible. There's always someone you know or some project running uh, running a space. Yeah, reveal is happening on seven thirty Eastern on Saturday. And God, I hate I hate when they do like these like weekend evening reveals. But that's just me. So um, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I mean, I, I'm, oh, I'm getting to the point where I I want to start buying some of these off the secondary i haven't yet um they have briefly dipped below 0.5 i know people were picking them up there but they were almost getting into their own gas wars to pick those up sub five on the secondary but you know i i think if this floor price kind of just toughens up here um and we don't see any more dramatic pullbacks i'd probably probably be willing to buy one or two more you know, I, I don't think this is a mystery what's happening here. And I think people are too are too bearish on what and why happened here. Right? Let's think about this. So I had predicted that they would open between 0.4 and 0.6 and then rally above one. I actually thought it would take time. I thought like they'd open there. We'd see a little, you know, consolidation, people picking up the cheap ones. It goes sideways for a little bit. Then all of a sudden it starts to get bought up. But there's two factors here, right? You got a ton more supply coming on the market from that initial hour as, as other people got on from Europe and elsewhere and started to mint. And then, of course, you had um, the amount of time before the reveal. So we know that giving a certain amount of time before the reveal can be conducive to a pump as people will buy to play the lottery into the reveal. But this is a long time. This is too long. And what's happening, and, and I don't mean too long like it's bad. I just mean it's so much time that we now have Invisible Friends launching. We have Weather Report launching. We have Wonder Pals launching all at the same time. People need liquidity for that. The reveal isn't for, for days. Of course, you're going to see this lull, right? Everyone who wanted to buy bought. There were no buyers left, and there are still people who want to take their profit. So we're down here. Actually, I got to Yes. Oh, yes. Sorry, keep going. I didn't mean to. All I was going to say was that I just don't think they're going much lower here. I think that Starcatch is big buy around. Yeah. It'd be very, um, I'd be more concerned about the overall market if these fell under 0.4. That just doesn't make sense in my head. I got to say, if uh, if I had the um, invisible friends here and you wanted to play, would you rather? It's like, would you rather have one invisible friend pre-reveal or 20 star catchers pre-reveal? I know that I'm taking 20 star catchers every single time. <laughs> Well, yeah, because, I mean, we talk about risk-reward all the time on this show. Do you really think that that invisible friend is going to go to 80 ETH? And we're talking a random common, because that's probably what you'll pull unless you're very, very lucky. You think a random common's going to go to 80 ETH before these things go to 5 ETH? Please. Sheesh. These will do 5 ETH on the next cycle without looking. Oh, really? Wow. That's big news. Wonder Pals will probably postpone. Are you? Do you? Did you hear that, or is, are you speculating because of Russia? 
That would be big news. I wouldn't blame them. I, you know, who wants to launch into what's going on this week? I, you don't. Let almost, me see if I can uh, find yeah. anything. See if uh, there's any on that. Um, Daisy V saying, let's play over under. Does weather report open post mint over under the mint cost? Um, weather report obviously launching today, a project that's been mired in controversy I with uh, don't Denton. Know it's going to mint out. I really don't. I, and I'm not, I won't be surprised if it does, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Was it a fully whitelisted project? Like fully? Um, I believe that was the goal for them. Yeah, they are minting today. The mint price is 0.15. Um, so they have not decided to take any concessions on the price amidst what you know what's going on between their honestly legal battle between Dented and um and and, and this project. Mint date is at noon. Oh, sorry. 3 p.m. Eastern time today, 0.15. There's a 24-hour window to mint. The public mint will go live tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, also 0.15 ETH until sold out. Um, I don't know what the split on their uh, their allow list and the um, public sale will be. Uh a lot is going to hinge on what happens on the allow list, right? Like it's um, if this thing sputters or stalls out, it's uh, it's going to be a tough look for them. Um, so I, I'm going to say this, and I'm not trying to be a cop out answer here for JCV's question. Um, if it mints out, it will be higher than mint price. And I know that sounds obvious, but it, it's all kind of contingent on that. It's going to be uh, uh all in or bust kind of situation. I think if you go into their discord and whatnot, there's, and, and even on Twitter, there's still a lot of people um, supporting them, their side of the story and uh, you know, their account of events and believing that they are the ones that are in the right. Um, I'm not going to comment on whether or not I agree or disagree with them because honestly, this whole situation has gotten so muddy um, that I, I just honestly am staying away from participating in either of these, I wouldn't be surprised if they both got delisted from OpenSea with their legal battles and them throwing around cease and desist orders and and, and all of that stuff. Um, we saw with Squiggles, uh, OpenSea took them down and has not put them back up since. And I think that they just wanted to stay as far fucking away from it as possible. And, uh, and I think that's kind of what we're experiencing right now. I'd certainly like to see the market reject this but if it doesn't it's not going to ruin my day i mean we know that the majority of people in this project or any project close to mint are in it for the money it's just how it is early on it's very rare that you would have a community before uh that happens so we know everyone here just wants to make money that fact alone could mean it mints out and even sees a cook afterwards i hope it doesn't i hope the market rejects something like this it just means that we would be uh maturing as a market but i mean we may not be there yet we'll see i like i said i i have no read i could if my gut i don't know my gut tells me it's going to get to like eight thousand minted and it's just going to stop because nobody wants the, I, but see that doesn't make sense because no, i was going to say eight thousand you're selling everything out. mints out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know i don't know 
Um, I think they have. I, I think they have enough rabid supporters in that Discord right now that they're going to mint out. I I I do Probably, suspect yeah. that will be the case. Yeah. And hey, everybody loves a good controversy every once in a while. And uh, um, some of the most surprising things in NFTs have happened on what the is, back is, of uh, Dower Darcel, my friend, Hypnotic Prince. Can you br- do you know what Dower Darcel is? Can you bring it up? Is it those on. shoes, the duck things, like those ducks? I know there's something with like Oregon. Oh, I saw those. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm getting four parcels NFT. Is that? Oh, maybe four. Is that what we're talking about? Dar Darcel. Not sure. Um, I'll Google it. I'll look, uh, Wonder Pals is supposed to mint. I, I don't have any. I don't have any inclination that Wonder Pals is actually postponing. So, decoy, if you have any like actual information on that, let me know. I'm 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 really not sure though. It's still, as far as I know, going down on the 26th at its 0. 0.08 mint price. Good mint price for that project too. Look at like 99% sure Neo Tokyo is just MVHQ in a different hat. Why? I don't know. I just always look at the people minting like the Neo Tokyo land and shit. And I don't know. I don't oh, Dower Dar- Yeah, I found it on there. There we go. Let's see the Dower Dar cells. Kind of reminds me of uh, it's that guy from Monsters Inc. Yes. Mike? Uh, I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yes, it's him in all different colors and, and outfits. <laughs> I've never seen this before. Um, I have no, no context as what this is. Hypnotic Prince. Is it a known artist? Do you see who the artist is, R2? Is he listed there? Uh, nothing listed. There's a Discord link. I'll click on it, see what goes down in there. Oh, I got to verify. I'm not doing that right now. Well, they don't look terrible, and it's not just the same model with a different skin. I'll say that much. But we haven't done a lot on the, uh, and I meant same model as the 3D Ape Tiger whatever projects. Not, not that they didn't use. Uh, yes, they used a similar model for each. A collection of ten thousand moody friends, all are individual and unique, just like friends IRL. Presale March fourth, public sale March fifth. So. Still a little ways away. Maybe something to check back in on and uh, see what's what's going down with it. So um, I'll, yeah, we'll I'll write it. it down in the notes and see. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm gonna gonna turn some music on. We could vibe out. It's definitely a little bit of a, a shorter show right now. I think that the you know the focus on on what we've got going on in the world is uh, taking the forefront. And uh, rightfully so. Um, if anybody wants to come up and hang out with us, I'm going to throw the restream link into the AM show chat for the Moon Lounge homies. Um, but if you're in chat, we can keep talking to you and uh, and hanging out for a little bit. Um, also, I guess we didn't even touch on the Dented Feels. Very brief hack on their Discord yesterday, but uh, for about five minutes there, lost control of their Discord. Um, there was some fake mints going down. Uh, some people lost some money, um, and they were trying to get to the bottom of who is uh, who is behind that. But you know, I don't know if there's going to be any information regarding it. Yeah, I, I. I... 
I didn't, I, I mean, I put out a notice about the hack that someone in the DGEN dojo said it. We try to spread the word so people don't mint anything by accident. God, it's like, you know, it was the perfect time to launch an attack like this and, and trick people into thinking that something was the mint. And, you know, I, I don't know what, I don't know what kind of security they had in place, but it seems to have been breached. Um, like I said, weather report and Denton feels to me personally are just things we stay away from. There's so much good, there's so many good projects coming down the pike with artists who are either the founders or part of the team that I have no desire to even, even engage with any of these other projects. So. Yeah. Lots of good stuff to focus on. Um, don't need to, to, Oh, it is. Uh, a in- Mina is uh, going to postpone. They're considering it. Uh, I think they're listening to the community, seeing what's going down and how people feel about uh, about launching into this. And, uh, you know, we'll see that. So thank you, JCV. Sorry, I missed it. I was looking for uh, uh, a decoy's message, but you were and all yes, over it. And yes, decoy. Neo Tokyo is 13 ETH, which is about 12 and a half ETH overvalued because it's run by Charlotte. Thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, Ella is saying Cyber Frogs revealed today at noon. I actually checked in on that project before the show to see if there was going to be anything to talk about there because I actually quite liked the art. But uh, we will, well, let's throw that on the list for tomorrow too. Do a little quick recap of that and some reactions. Uh, somebody's asking. Kaiju. Your Kaiju? He's such a cute boy. My little mute. You're mutant. Yeah, you were rocking that in the uh, Discord. Yeah, he's a cute boy. Any info? Oh, let's talk about your interview yesterday uh, on the Crypto Monster Lab. The AM pass holders have um, the uh, the right to mint today. Yes. Later today, when that goes live, anybody with an AM pass in their wallet will have the right to mint. So... Santiago was an artist. He lived in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, he was brought into NFTs by Drop Acid onto a team. And he got into the world, explored it, loved it, decided he wanted to do his own project based on his own art. And what has inspired him is, are his surroundings. He's originally from Peru, but he did move to the Pacific Northwest. And Bigfoot, this is one of his inspirations. Um He wanted to make something interactive. He wanted to make something fresh and unique. And as FMC always says, at Nauseam, what attracted me to this was the art. Very roll doll feels to it. Very unique. Not something we see on a regular... I mean, I I see a hundred projects that your average person would say, okay, it's good looking, but... There's just nothing original about it. There's no soul in it. And that's why I, I was really taken aback by Santiago's work. There's also an interactive component. And it's gamified because as you combine two of your monsters together to make a new monster for this monster lab, the original one's burnt. So we can keep producing supply, keep producing supply. And it all plays into his lore and his licensing possibilities down the road. Right. That is 
I think, what kind of is killer here, because if you are included in licensing, if you are included in the lore or even the comic book that he's working on for these characters, you will receive rewards via the utility token that they'll eventually launch. This is like an entertainment property doing a seed round um, with you. That's kind of what NFTs are to me. I always talk about they're the fractionalization of culture. I also think that's why this is the year of the known artist, right? Of artists who, not people who come to NFTs and decide I want to make art, but artists who come to Web3 and decide I want to make NFTs. Very, very cool. We're going to have that recording up eventually. You guys should check it out. But great project. Moon Lounge, you have access to it. I'm going to be minting it. I will repost the times and links in the Moon Lounge uh, and get you guys that information. Yeah, I'm getting the I'm getting vibes of the art from like where the wild things yeah. are. Is that what it's called? Where the wild things yeah. live? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they are. Um, I mean, it's refreshing to see somebody just doing something a little bit different in this space. I I, I was listening into it. I couldn't participate in the interview, but yeah, the idea of being able to like merge two and kind of combine the traits of them and whatnot are uh, it's pretty interesting. Um, well, which pro- which project do you get to mint? This one that's up here on the screen here, Crypto Monster Lab. Um, I'll get you the official website link if you go to at Crypto Monster LB. It's like CryptoMonsterLab.io. See, I love this. I love this. Like, I love this. That speaks to me. Yeah, it's really cool. But, you know, Uh, he has not forced hype. He has not tried to grow it on purpose. He specifically told me, I'm an artist making my art. I'm not trying to put any pressure on this project. And you know... I, FMC, love these types. This is what I gravitate to because I'm not, I don't know whether it's going to be a cook today, next week, or in a few months. But these are the things I know are slow builds. They're slow burners. They get you there. And it's because of the dedication of the team and the artist behind it. The artist is your roadmap. Always. People want to know what the roadmap is. It's your artist. Um, yeah. Tio's asking, how long do you have uh, to I'm gonna get, I'm gonna write I'm gonna do a little write up in the Moon Lounge for everybody who uh, who wants to participate. I'm gonna put the official links. I'll put the the pro, the process so that you know what you have to do as a Moon Lounge member. As far as I know, it's as easy as connecting your wallet. As long as it's the wallet where the Alpha Min token resides, you should be good to go. I don't think there's anything else you have to do. So. Yeah, yeah. You get to mint five, but you only have one transaction to do it. Oh. ETW. Gamification all around. Don't regret if you only mint three and you want one. Um, did you see what's happened in uh, Creature Worlds with uh, oh. Tweet? <laughs> Someone uh, brought that up yeah. in the AM show chat. Oh, I appreciate I you doing that. I should um, enjoy this. Paulinary, right. thank you. Now, let's talk about how I make some crazy predictions now and again. MFers. Uh, clone X. I mean, these are things that don't make sense to your average person. They think you're crazy when you're saying these things. They tell you you're nuts. But I have contended for a long time that creature toads <laughs> will fit <laughs> creatures. Okay? And that was mainly a call on creature toads. But I said 
the reason I was so confident to make the call was because of the shit awful community being built over at Creatures by their angry, maniacal leader in Danny Cole, who everyone holds up as a genius. But after the tweets I saw from him yesterday, just seems like a petulant, narcissistic child. I was appalled at what he did. I was appalled at his response to it. And this isn't the first time that we've seen out-of-pocket behavior from this guy. All right? This guy's out-of-pocket. Out-of-pocket. Yeah, he changed his name and his profile picture to Vladimir Putin, <laughs> tweeted out, everything's going to be okay, guys. Um, and the community did not approve. Um, yeah, so Creatures right now has been dumping. It's below a 1-8th floor. Um, I, I would not... bounced back a little bit. I think it was at 0.65 and all that. Yeah. You're, you're all the people telling it up, but this was last year. You remember there was there was roiling in the community. Something had gone wrong. Danny had said he was going to do this. He decided to do something else. He hadn't communicated at all. And the largest creature whale dumped. The discord was war. It was ugly. Everything was going to. It's going to Shaq by one of these. What'd you say? Didn't Shaq have one of these as a profile picture? What do you think? Shaq is reading all this. Shaq doesn't. No, but I'm just saying. Like you have. You You look like sure. Creatures are based on Shaq. It's the reason he bought a creature. It looks exactly like him. No, what I'm saying is you have all of the opportunity in the world when you start getting celebrity endorsement like that to like grow your project and really take it to the next level. And uh, and we're sitting here, you know. The, the artist behind this project is going to torpedo it. The artist is the roadmap, period. And this roadmap changed its profile picture and name to Vladimir Putin while he was bombing and killing innocent people in Ukraine. Yeah. Fuck that shit. It's not it, man. Let this guy the fuck out the door. I don't need any of this. Not it. Cast GM. Well, I forgot I was on the, even even on it. GM. <laughs> it's <laughs> just reflective of now for you to click that link, eh? Yeah, it kind of is. It's like a reflex. There you go. Um, how are you guys? <clears throat> Doing all right. Fabulous. Market went funny yesterday. A little bit. Yeah, just a tad. Um, it's um, not that bad. The walls aren't that thick. No, I don't think the wall is that bad yet, but... You know, I always go back to that idea of like, you never like, obviously some people are selling because they're trying to time the market or selling because other people are selling, but by and large, you never know why somebody's selling. And there's absolutely people out there who, you know, are going to need access to this, this money and this funds and having it tied up in liquid NFTs are, it's probably not the greatest thing for them at this time. Right. So yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, and I, and, I, and I get that. So, yeah, it, it's just, I don't know. It, it, it's just the world just, just feels a bit sad, if that makes sense. Just, I know it's not that much to worry about, but it's just, is there a need? Do you get me? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you worry about human life. You, you worry about, you know, the people that are in there that are innocent and, and are being affected or uprooted or, you know, God forbid, killed um, during this time, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. On another note, though, hey, fuck, Star Wars, hey, shit. 
I may, I may contend that uh, some of my favorite Star Wars launched in this last batch. Oh no, hundred percent. The art was just absolutely amazing, but I think it was more the pack itself mm. in the Discord. Oi, oi! Like, basically, I think I think Charlie set the the Genesis pack to kind of yeah give away some of the some of the Genesis. He certainly um, put it on you guys. Yeah, 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 100. And then, like, people were arguing and not getting it right, and da, da, da. Then the voice chat come into play, and then Mother yeah. Wolf turned down, and great, like... So for those of you that don't have tons of context as to what Cass is saying um, in the Star Wolves Discord, as the um, Moon Mondays proceed, you know, every week something a little bit different has happened. The first one was just a straight up raffle. The second one was a traditional English auction. The third and uh, one of them had to do with the Genesis battle or the Battle Dome. Um, There was a community vote. Uh, so, you know, everything, everyone's been a little bit different, uh, in this time, Charlie, uh, Charlie decided to, to throw it out to the Genesis holders already. Those who have won them and there's 70 right now, uh, to figure out who gets the next batch of 20 of them. And it's been, um, it's been enlightening. Uh, if you, <laughs> and I mean, no disrespect, but if you ever wanted the bear case about why DAOs won't work, <laughs> um, but you guys finally came to a consensus. It's hard. It's hard to, uh, it's hard to talk it out. It's hard to do things that you feel are, are fair and give everyone a, uh, no, a fair it, shake in that regard. I, I think it was fun. It went hard as such. It was, it was fun. Yeah, it was it was fun. It, we were sitting in the, in the VC room and we were kind of thrashing out what we should do, what we shouldn't do, and then put it into text as well. And mm-hmm. it was just, it was just, it was great. And I think we come up with something really, really, really good. And I'm very proud of everyone in that in that pack. And it just makes you feel like you know what, this project's going to go somewhere special because. Yeah, it's, it's, it was just like a special community thing to do, which, again, you haven't experienced that in any other Discord. So, again, hat off to, to the Star Wars team. And I just can't wait. Ah, do you know what? Can I ask something? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, XP. Sorry, what? XP. XP? Yeah, 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 XP. Okay. Hmm. Like... Is is XP gonna continue on Discord? Curiously, yeah, we know nothing. We don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, the only thing I know is what the Mother Wolf has said publicly. Everything. Hey, else. listen. All, all, all you need. All I know is, or all I can feel is, great. You guys are great. So if oh. anyone is, if anyone is hearing above and beyond, and up in space where Mother Wolf is, like, listen, you guys are fucking great. I mean, but you know, let's just be honest with everyone. Nobody is immune. The Star Wolves floor yesterday fell from 420.69 to 88.88. Yeah, which, tough. You know, no, no one's immune. We gotta, we gotta understand. That's just how it is sometimes. But you know, anyone now, you're you're sitting there. Oh, I've been waiting for a say. Now you can get one for 88.8. It was like, oh, 420 is a little, it's a little rich for my blood. Dude. 80, 80. 80, 80. Look at the jump there. Look at the jump on the floor there. It's actually down. It's um, it's at 15. 
Oh my God! You know, is that fifteen inch? Which I think, which I think is a fair representation to me. <laughs> I know. I'm just playing. I, I think Cass, it, are you fudding right now? I think that's a perfect representation. I think. Careful. Sometimes we don't even know we're getting out of pocket. It just it happens. The pocket flips out. Stuff ends up on the just out of pocket. I'm sorry. This shit's going Sotheby's, man. Like I'm sorry. This sounds going Sotheby's. You know what? We won't. I'll tell you right now. We will not rug Sotheby's when they ask us to to show up. We we will go through with it, even though we pay a slightly higher percentage. It's just for the culture. It's for the culture. No, but I can see it. I'm being serious. Like, in terms of, like, JPEG art, why shouldn't it? I agree with you. Yeah, Star Wars was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Super, super, super sick. Um, Rips was actually just asking about what the Sotheby's rug was. There was a um, a batch of CryptoPunks up for sale uh, or auction on Sotheby's yesterday, 104 of them, if I recall correctly. And the owner in real time decided to say, nah, I'm holding instead, just kidding. And then proceeded to troll on Twitter about how he rugged Sotheby's. And uh, yeah, great luck. I've never kecked so hard. After what Rips just said, Pixelmon is set to reveal soon. Can I, I thought they were revealing in like seven months. I, are they really going to reveal? I feel like just what what am I going to do with my revealed Pixelmon? Look at it. They they had a oh. vote to delay or not, but seems like vote is not to delay. Why would anybody want their NFT? What would be the bear, bull case for leaving your NFT unrevealed? <laughs> leaving it unrevealed? No, I, I don't know. I just didn't that's expect... What, no, no, that's what he's saying. Pixelmon is set to reveal real soon. They had a vote to also to delay or not, but this seems the vote. But seems like vote is not to delay so far. Why why would you ask your community to vote on whether or not to delay the, the reveal? They bought a game piece for no game. Oh, because of the real world events only... Re- oh, eh, all right. Fair enough. Pixelmon did that also? We're, we're that's what I'm talking about, now? yeah. I was going to ask, do you but see... Very, okay, yes, no, Cass, please. Sorry, I was going to ask, um, do you see the market continuing to go on a downward trend due to historic timings? Or do you see... What do you see in terms of NFT crypto as well? Well, I think that is the perfect storm. <clears throat> we had a, a, a week of very high profile drops that can that could always be a sell the new situation. We have bearish seasonality always that starts around late February. Um, and then you have the macro. So it's just the perfect storm of stuff going on. That's all. I, I'm not, I don't think that there is going to be any long-term repercussions for the overall bull trend, but who knows how low we will go or when it will end. That is why I love NFTs. It makes me not really watch Spot, I guess. The only reason this is even big to me this morning is because NFT floors are down 50% across the board. But I really think that if you want to talk about anything that's an overreaction, that's it. Because Mm. with ETH cheaper, it's very hard to uh, understand why NFTs would get cheaper too. That doesn't make much sense. So I think people are just panicking, trying to raise money because of fight or flight. Um, lizard brain reaction stuff, and I don't think it will. 
it will go much longer. Again, we're, we're just being driven by this macro stuff. So we'll see when it comes to negotiating tech by Putin. Let's see when, when and what he decides he's gotten what he wants. Okay, cool. Yep. Hmm. And what's your thoughts on Wonder Pals? I don't know anymore because it looks like it's going to be delayed. I'm, I was so happy. I, I won a spot like 11th hour, which I, I never, I was given up on that one. I got my, I got the right to mint one. I was looking forward to it because I feel no, I was talking about it before. I feel no emotional attachment to it. If it pumps, I will very happily sell and not care what happens to it afterwards. Um, so very much looking forward to it. It looks like they're, they're taking a vote right now on whether to postpone. That'll be a curious one to me because that's a very like, you know, oh, we're wholesome, woo-woo, ditzy-ditzy, love, peace, love, and rock and roll, right? Like that that's what they're all about or whatever. I'll be curious to see if that community is like, nope, fuck what's going on in the world. Men. <laughs> like they're all cutesy hard eyes until it's like, wait, what do you mean? No, men. Men. <laughs> Yeah, it's like those people. It's like those people from projects that get on the allow list, um, and then you know, massive fud comes their way. But you know, now you can't shake them out of that. No amount of like evidence or whatever. They're just like, no, this thing's going down, and it's going to the fucking moon. I've already made up my mind, and you can't change me. God, the weather report people are attacked every day. I get three comments on the thread from like two weeks ago about like you guys are just fudding. You don't know what you're talking about. Well. And that blows my mind, too, because in the context of just that spaces, it was um, I mean, if you listen to all three hours of it, there isn't actually a lot of talk about or like a bad mouthing or anything about the weather report. Like at that time, in that instance, it was all very neutral, (laughs) you know, um, despite the fact that they were concurrently on spaces like just talking shit about anyone and everyone that was unhappy. The weather report and the people on their team were liking my tweets. Like, I don't, I don't know if it was an intimidation tactic or whether they were like, yeah, I mean, you're being, I, I thought they were just like, yeah, you're not being, you're being neutral. I don't know. What are you getting so, in Twitter wars for? The wife of the creator started liking my tweets. I was like, oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> oh shit! Did I just say that on the air? Well, on that note, well, look at the time, guys. Keep it rolling, man. Keep it rolling. <laughs> oh no, cap! I mean, all thing is, I it's hard to dig shit out now. My notifications are just forever wrecked. If I ever miss your DM, your comment, your anything, please keep annoying me. Get yourself to the top of the queue. I don't mind. Yeah, I don't, seriously. You know, it's it, it, Shit is getting buried and I feel bad. I am not trying to not respond. I, well, okay, I, well, let's talk about what happened the other day. I'm going through my Discord DMs, <laughs> the long list of them, and every time a random group chat gets opened or this person opens up another one, you get like a new actual open <laughs> chat. I'm looking through all these and like I have ones with you and Cardinal from like back in what July, August, and we've had group texts since then. So now I have multiple group <laughs> chats with you and him. And I left one and you guys get like it gets bumped up to the top of the fucking thing for you guys. And they're like, oh, look at R2 leaving oh, our yeah. chat live <laughs> rug and process. This guy's fucking packing up and getting out of here. Like, I know. We were like, I can't oh, even close a goddamn DM. He's Without that person, yeah, oh God, it's it's so fucking annoying. Discord needs a couple yeah. of things, and now I will say this: 
I don't think Discord was ever designed with the intent of being like the um, crypto and NFT hub for communication and whatnot. So I get that it didn't exist prior, but a little bit of ability to organize your DMs and like soft close them so that you they're just not in the way. Like, I, I don't know how many people I just pissed off by leaving a group chat thinking I was just closing the window. <laughs> and, oh my God. Yeah. And, you know, like, so, so to free market's point, if you're DMing and like the, the shit just gets buried, like, you know, you have group text, you have um, individual chats and because you can't organize it because you can't pin it and because it's only down that one thin bar on the left i mean they disappear after uh you know a couple of hours sometimes cardinal and i almost went and started our own alpha server was it called clouded ones we were gonna call it alpha kin (laughs) whatever leave our group chat like that (laughs) octopus money multipliers we're the dankest I appreciate that. That's the nicest thing anyone said to me today. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. GM loop. Thank yourself there, money multiplier. I would put you in my pipe and smoke you. You're so dank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to make you jealous, guys. I would smoke you too. No, it's okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just enjoying the vibes. <laughs> That's all it is here, my friend. It's always been like that, man. It's all good. It's if all I had good. a beer, I would crack it right now. <laughs> 11, 10, We know. We know. I've already waked and baked, so I'm okay. What do you mean you know? What's wrong with that? It's 11 o'clock. You've never been out to lunch and had a beer? It's, uh, I, it really is like the, it's just the Canadian cultural difference. He always like, what do you mean? I'm always like, it's 9 a.m. He's like, what do you mean? I don't think that most Canadians share my viewpoint on alcohol consumption. Either, really? If I'm being fair, well, most Americans share my viewpoint on Canadians, and we think you do. <laughs> well, then, then. well then, my apologies. <laughs> on that note, anyway, look at I, yo, you can't even. It's just like a, anytime they hear the bubbling, it triggers people who smoke. Like if you hear the bug bubbling of a bong. It'll totally trigger you like shit. I need a hit. I was, um, you know what? I thought you were going to open that. <laughs> nah. One, wait. I was tempted. Wait. I tempted. I got a bottle of tequila. You see him? Did you see him look? No, it's not work. I, <laughs> so have a swipe. So have a swipe. <laughs> Door open. <laughs> tequila? It's lunchtime. I'll I'll do a shot of tequila. (laughs) I don't know. No more more peer pressure. Web three, baby. Web three. Three PO. Um. Oh look, do it. (laughs) Let these do it. Fine, fine. All right. Is he getting some ice? You know the um no, he's not getting ice. He just needs a glass. He's not going to drink it from the bottle like uh, like an American. He's a classy Canadian. Classy Canadian. That's what I'm thinking. Gang, gang. Ah, he's getting ice. He is. Oh my god! Listen, no, he's going to do. He's going to do. Do you think he has those big ice cubes, like the giant ones that don't melt in? Uh, 
in no, whiskey? I think he's going to have two blocks. Two blocks. All right. So let's guess. Let's see if he's a two cube. Wow. Do you see he's been working out? Did you see that? Jesus. Hey. Hello. All right. Hello. So All right. Two things. One, we can tell you've been working out. You flexed your arm there right before you sat down yeah. and whoa. Whoa. Mm. Number two, it's my sleeves many, we're speculating. Cass says two cubes. How many cubes? Cubes. Of ice. Did you get it for your glass? I thought I was taking a shot. You just took a shot? Oh, oh no. Oh, I, I, I got it. Like, oh. Hey. All right. Here we go. Wow. Here we go. This is a, a lovely bottle of silver tequila. Casanova. Oh, my God. Tequila. Let's go. All right. <laughs> I'm not opening a nice bottle of, of bourbon or whiskey right now. Pour it up. We're waiting. Let's try to get that nice, satisfying sound. Do you hear that? This yeah. is a two-ad shot. I'm not taking the whole thing. If there's any doubt of what's going on right now. 11 a.m. Oh, I hear some bubbling. There it is. Bottoms up. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. <coughs> to peace. That is what we cheers to. To peace. Mm. Oh. <laughs> so that's it. What happened to the music? I don't know. We're vibing. <laughs> oh man. Woof. Lot of mercy. Yeah, throw some hundreds up in the chat for uh I am now officially not gonna do anything productive today. <laughs> oh yeah, God. It's Thursday. I love tequila. I just don't love shots of tequila. You know what's a great? I mean, if you drink I do. cocktails, tequila, um, really, really, really refreshing drink. Just tequila and tonic. Really? Tequila and tonic is lovely. Yeah, a nice, just nice silver tequila. It doesn't have to be anything expensive. And uh, lots of ice. Tequila and tonic. Good. I like love, it. love it. I would love to try that. I also didn't realize how much sugar tonic water had in it, um, so I've cut down on my consumption of it. But uh, yeah. So, so you've been proper working out then, and eating healthy, and um, healthy. I mean, I've been I've been trying to for sure. You know, I when I left my uh, when I left my restaurant job, you really do forget how much you actually are just walking around and on your, and you're on your feet all day, and that doesn't mean that you don't put on weight. Like, but you are at least Breaking. constantly burning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Nasdaq just flipped green. Oh, did it? Well, that's something. Let's pull it up. I just wish you guys had a, a stalwart, a shining light, a lighthouse in the distance of a, of a stormy ocean to show you the way out of pocket. I don't know, man. I'm pretty drunk now. Out of pocket. Oh, I was on the one day chart. Oops. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Pull it up. Look at that. Is that a, is that a bull trap? Uh, that would be a bear trap. Uh-huh. Bear trap? Yeah, because we, so when you gap down, like we did, mm-hmm. and you reverse in a panic low and then go green, it's called a bear trap. I'm not saying it's going to hold, again, I think the weekend's going to be hairy. This isn't a call. 
that we bottomed. And by hairy, I don't necessarily mean we see new lows, but let's say we bounce a good two, three percent here. I could see us going back and making a double bottom, right? So don't don't think we're out of the woods on this bounce. But I tell you this all the time, guys. Oversold indicators, RSI. These are these are very very good tools for short term bounces. Like you could come up. There are people that have robots that will trade the RSI like that. It's just a very good tool for at least a very short term bounce, and uh, it seemed obvious to me today. Plus, I you know, war reporting is very messy. It's very difficult to look from the outside and understand what's going on. We know there's terrible things going on in Ukraine. We know Russia is trying to do something, but we always find out. There's a spin on it that's not as bad as it. And I just mean Russia's going to come out and say they're going to have some excuse for what they're doing. And while it's not an excuse the West is going to accept, it's the beginning of what it's the beginning of the negotiation. You know, I'm trying to tell you guys all the, the harrowing shit aside. This is a negotiation by Russia with the West. And this is how Putin does it. And it. He just wants what he wants. And, and you know, he is going to try to get it there. I don't think he wants World War III. Mutual destruction, I, I don't understand why Putin would play for that. And that's what it would be. It would be mutual destruction on both sides. I got to believe that most world leaders understand at this point that, like, real, real mass scale war does not end well for anybody. What's the end of humanity with the weapons we have now? There's no I don't Putin Putin wants a lot of stuff, but to die and to 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 kill everyone is probably not exactly it. I just think you you know everybody is a human being with a family. Um and while I do think people in these positions can have, you know, hints of sociopathy and narcissism and, and stuff that causes them to do things you normally wouldn't. I think in the end of the day, they all go back to their family. They all look into their children's eyes and nobody wants the world to end. And that's what the result of a, a worldwide conflict would be. So I think regardless of what happens, eventually shit's going to ratchet down and the market is going to have gotten ahead of itself on the downside whenever that becomes evident. And we're going to see a very quick snapback. So. Yeah. yeah it's tough man it's tough though i'm like i'm just reading about somebody who's like kind of in it too right you just <clears throat> fuck out of there hard we look uh there is a huge web3 presence in uk in ukraine uh i was talking with somebody who had to get off the phone with me yesterday because the team the devs on his team are in ukraine so, I mean, this affects, this is a human crisis. This is a humanitarian crisis. So, wait a minute. Did you, did you say Ukraine, parts of Ukraine is a hub for Web3? Yeah, well, I, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know specifically. Like, I, I just know that more than two projects, I think at least three projects I've worked yeah. with, at least one dev <clears throat> Ukraine. Okay. Yeah, Kakodi is Ukraine and Russia too. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Because I had this theory, which was a bit dumb, I thought, but it was like, why would anyone take Ukraine and and or or do anything with Ukraine? And for some reason, I thought, I bet you anything has got to do with tech, and I bet you it's got anything to do with Web three. Well, I mean, Ukraine is kind of like um, 
a cold battlefront too, where you know the the Western world, Europe and and North America want Ukraine to be part of NATO, and you know they're on our side, and Russia's saying no, they're on our side, and it's just this like, it's unfortunately for the people that are stuck in the middle of it, uh, a tug of war really for you know. Well, it, it, well yeah. Anyway. I'm not going to go into bad things and things, but it's all shit. Just people should just be able to live and just chill and just live. I think that that's 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 the beauty of Web3 at the moment. It's like there's that refreshing sense within certain communities that you get that. Um, well, it was talked about a lot yesterday on Spaces. You know, a lot of us didn't even know this was happening. Until mm-hmm. a few days ago. I mean, you may have heard something here and there. I heard multiple people in the space tell me that they didn't understand the gravity of the situation until a day or two ago. Mm-hmm. And we are we're insulated, but I don't think that's bad. I, I feel like to be to be so dedicated to something that it's the only thing that matters, that's where genius and greatness is born. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, artists. The best artists of our time, they're obsessive. You know, they get lost. They they lose themselves in whatever they're doing. That's where you find the flow. That's where you find the zone. You look at athletes. You wonder, why, why do they go on streaks? Why are they in the zone? It's when they lose themselves in something where they're not thinking and they're not paying attention to anything else. Obsessiveness. That is where great things come from. And that's what Web3 is. So, I, you know, it it's very nice. It's almost refreshing. Uh, to be here because I think what what we will see as the years play out that everything outside is really a distraction from what you're passionate about. It's theater. And I'm not saying what's going on right now isn't real, but all the arguments, all the politics, all the reason underpinning it, it's just another form of entertainment. It's stealing hours from things like Netflix. All right. What do you want to spend your time doing? Is your daily life Is your life on a daily basis really affected by what these politicians are saying on that stage? And I'm not talking about people in war-torn third world countries, but we can only deal with ourselves and where we are. And getting into a mental state of the world is that you hear this all the time. You hear people in the West sitting in their comfy fucking houses in California talking about the world ending. It's not affecting you on a daily basis. You're welcome to be concerned. You're welcome to read. You're welcome to do whatever you can physically to help. But to sit there and go, the world is ending. What do we do? Look around you. What is happening on a daily basis to make you think that that isn't coming through social media or the TV? It's here for you as an individual. It's real for the people it's happening to. And they have to react to it. And I feel for them. And I hope. But for you, it's theater. Yeah, completely random. Before NFTs, yeah, did you collect anything? And if you did, what was it? Um, hmm. I, I know I did. Oh, God. Because obviously we can... Right, I'll say Marvel cards and cannabis genetics. Sick. I have a very large vault of cannabis tonight. That was, I, you know, I love the idea of uh, seed vaults. Like, you know, that vault that they have, like in the North Pole, where they have all the seed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The world goes away or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I it I think that I, I that's the one thing I've always really really collected. When I was a kid, I had big binders of the Marvel cards. You guys remember those? Um, I don't know if it was a U.S. only thing, but they were like trading cards with Marvel characters on them, and they have little. <laughs> Forget what we it had. Was. Yeah. 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 I think the closest thing we had was uh, Top Trumps, Marvel card tro- Top Trumps. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 There's something. Uh, it was like a baseball card, but it had, you know, Spider Man and whatever. Sick. Have you still got them? I probably. I would I would guess I would have to go out to my parents' house and go look in a container, some, you know, one of his storage <laughs> containers out where it is. I wouldn't know where to find them. That's cool, though, man. What about you, RT? Yeah, I don't know that I ever collected anything with, like, the express intent of, like, um, being a collector of it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I know I had baseball cards, um, like, shoeboxes full of them, but it was never, like, cataloging, organizing them, like, really kind of digging down into the value of them or anything um, my my grandfather was actually quite a big stamp collector uh, before he passed away. My grandmother, um, huge yeah. collection. What's that? My my grandmother was a huge stamp collector, and my yeah, grandfather yeah. was a pipe collector. He collected wood tobacco pipes. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, nothing. Nothing that I collected with the a, a intent to like accumulate value within it. I guess. Yeah, I never collected things like speculatively. I collected things I was obsessed with, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or even just for the enjoyment of it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I- I'm trying to differentiate actually collecting, like, as in like going out and searching for something to add to your collection rather than just something that you enjoy and you start to build up a collection of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I always had a lot of video games, Super Nintendo games, all that stuff, but it wasn't like adding on to it as uh, collecting them. It was more of just like buying them because I wanted to. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, different people have different things in it. Like, like, like some kids, they go to the beach and they pick mm. shells and collect shells. You know. Yep. So yeah, no, just rocks, stones, gems, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Coins, coins yeah. is always a big one. Yeah, funny enough, I, I collect, I, I, I collect coins. I've got stamps from when I was a kid. But yeah, I think once when the nft thing for someone that collects things it, it just was like cool this is actually really cool so i can feel the sentiment of people that collect things i suppose and have that emotional. what did you collect um car parts car parts yeah <laughs> yeah car parts um car parts stamps and coins interesting yeah oh so you were a stamp collector too eh? Yeah, when I was a kid, it was just something mm. good to collect. Yeah, yeah. And um, something I used to buy my, spend my little pocket money on, just collecting different colors and stuff. And just kept it in a book, yeah. I find it very fascinating now that all of these people that collected stuff um, now have um, the ability and the wherewithal to put those talents, because it is a talent, um, to use. You know, we saw it with the sneaker the sneaker flippers and the sneaker collectors comic books have become such a big thing vinyl records have become such a big thing 
for people to collect and now there's value in in it and obviously there's stuff that people have collected that are probably just worthless and uh that's okay because they enjoyed doing it but like even just participation in the nft space having a, a collector's kind of mindset and background is very valuable too right and I, I think it's really fun to watch um people have access to that now yeah 100 and it's, it's like um a, a way like Antique, antique collectors and antique dealers. That's basically what a collector is. So, um, yeah, it's having them kind of skill sets to work in the NFT space. Oh, you know what I collected? One. Pogs. Sick. <laughs> yes. Pogs. I just, um, it just popped into my mind. I was like, I know there was something that like, I always wanted like the new packs and the new the new uh the new releases of them and stuff like that yeah i mean that's a real tbt most people probably don't even know what that is in the chat there pogs there you go free market you ever play pogs yeah man free market pogs. yo free market's on the lemon spaces right now oh he's on lemon spaces oh yeah okay looks like we're gonna have to wrap up there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's probably Hi. a good time. Sorry, sorry. Hello. Oh, <laughs> welcome. Yeah. Lemon spaces. Well, well, lemon who? Lemon spaces. Hey, how's you your the lemon I bought yesterday? Can I change my PFP live on the air? Let's see. I think you have to log. No, I have to go out. Ah, well. I'll send me a link to it. I'll just pull it up. Pull it up. <laughs> so it's so nice to send you a link to it. Like she's just uh, it can be linked. I love how like I was just I'm watching my like Twitter like Twitter. I, I just crossed a thousand followers. Thank you so much. It was at one thousand and one, and that's I actually right, well, think you know. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I think, my friend. I think. Uh, of course, it's a I hell of a lemon jr. One of. The- <laughs> One of the big reasons that people unfollow you on Twitter is actually just like I think a lot of bots are getting flagged and deleted. Yeah, a lot of a lot of bots follow. So. There you go. Thank you. Thank you to anybody that followed. I appreciate that. You guys are the best. Um, yeah. I, right. Free market. Free market. Anything you want to do before we uh, wrap this up? I was going to sing "You're the Best" around, but you interrupted me. So oh, no, sing it. Oh man, you guys are you guys actually know about Pog Slammers? Yes. Oh yeah, I had Pogs too. I mean, I didn't actively collect, but my dad would buy them for me. I liked them. Pogs were fun. I saw someone talking about them on the interwebs the other day. I remember I got I used to get fleeced by older kids being like, I'll trade you this one for that one. I'd be like, I'm like, I want my pogs back. <laughs> oh, yeah. you do baby art. This is where real Diamond-handed traders are formed on the playgrounds yeah, with their cards and stuff like that. You I learned, bet Stubbs would have ended up with all your pogs. Oh God, that yeah, that guy would have. I would have talking been. about talking about childhood games. Did any of you guys play something called Penny Up the Wall? No. I mean, Ella, you know I can. I just I've gotten many a comment about <laughs> stop talking about lemons. I mean, you want me to tell you why I'm so <laughs> Ella? What are you? doing <laughs> hop on the uh the morning squeeze and i'll, I'll tell you while i'm bullish on lemons Ella. i'll see you there yeah. i know you there you go. i'll save that for tomorrow well guys you have a good one all right yes we will Love uh catch you in the discord my man all right then guys take care
For market, any final thoughts? Lemons. 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 Guys, we're going to wrap this up today. Thank you so much for everybody that tuned in. Obviously, a lot going on out there. So, you know, always, um, always the best wishes to you and your family, especially those in, you know, affected regions. This is a, it's a tough time. We're going to be watching it closely um you know and it's just a, a, a reminder that you know as much fun and um you know passion that we have for for crypto and nfts that there's uh there's stuff that goes on in the real world so you know just uh it's always it's always okay to take a step back just uh reflect and see what you've got going on in your own life and and, and all that stuff so again i appreciate everybody being here today free market you want to get us out of here uh, instead of my normal thing, I will just say peace and love, WGMI.